0: And it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Highly recommended by me and everybody else here at the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the We Can't Wrestle podcast. The whole crew is here with you, all three Stooges, Nate, Aaron, and Kyle, present and accounted for... And uh, yes. this week's show is going to be, I think, a fun one. We have a top ten episode of the show this week. We're going to do top ten worst pro- worst angles
1: ever. If you don't hate wrestling by the time we're done with this, then I don't know what to say to you.
0: <laughs> or if you still
1: goddamn through some bullshit. Or
0: if you still love it, you're a true fan. Because we uh, we as wrest <laughs> as wrestling fans, we have to live through a lot of shit. A lot of. Shit. I was saying, speaking,
2: that's what Vince McMahon said, like to get the crew hyped before like WrestleMania 34. <laughs> he was like, "You don't hate wrestling, capitalists."
0: Actually, no. That's what Don Callis said before uh, Bound for Glory. I'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, that was the first thing I wanted to talk about. Bound for Glory. Okay. Apparently. From what I saw, the video clips I saw and everything. I'm not gonna watch the whole pay per view, but video clips and stuff that I saw, pretty pretty garbage pay per view, actually.
1: I don't Are you surprised?
0: I don't watch impact wrestling, but I keep up with enough to know what's going on. And uh Aaron, why don't you start us off with that? What do you want to talk about first about that?
2: Shit? Well Well I thought the um The gimmick of taking all the stuff out, stuff off of the ring mm. was like
0: totally stupid. Yeah, well, not only stupid but dangerous. Yeah, and unneeded. And from what I heard, they were just like slipping around on the boards and stuff because the boards were moving. They didn't do anything, you know. Yeah. If w if if WWE did what, what I that's one of the things about WWE you can never deny is their professionalism. If WWE would have done something like that, which they wouldn't, they would have done something to make it so that it would have been somewhat safe for the wrestlers. Impact <laughs> just, Impact's just like an outlaw mud show with a nationally televised show,
1: you know? <laughs>
3: it's,
1: it's terrible. Well, I, I don't know. It Like, you have the chance to show... Okay, this is what I put. There was a thread... I'm sorry, Kyle. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go
2: ahead. There was this thread where they were talking about like um, how Austin Aries, you know, because he no sold John Morrison's finisher. Yeah, he just
0: got up, like you know, because that's he that's that's a out. that's a moneymaker. But anyway, <clears throat> this is what I put
2: because it's fine if. That's not fine. But what I'm getting at is this. That, yeah, he no-sells the finish, and he walks out. Okay?
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm. If you were going to use that as a angle of this guy saying, hey, fuck you, it would say if he wanted to go against the script with quotations, why would he sell anything
1: at all? Fucking stupid. Right. Was fucking
2: Vince so back I'm not done reading my 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 comment. It says it's fucking stupid. Those 28 people in attendance should have been given refunds <laughs> because for one, their big pay per view looked like it was like in a like a Arby's or whatever.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> there were very
0: many people there. Welcome <laughs> to Impact Wrestling. We got the meats.
1: Yeah. everybody's everybody's and, eating a beef and cheddar
2: and and my thing is like if if he's not gonna sell the finish that do you get what i'm saying
0: yeah like why sell the entire match if you're gonna do it yeah. that way just do a scott hall when he was drunk and just don't sell anything and yeah. and not to mention way to kill your territory because it now- makes
2: it look it makes it look worse if he just gets up after it.
0: Yeah. Cuz it's like, so all the
2: bullshit before that, these guys, it, it, it's stupid.
0: Where it was all fake. That's why that's that is the worst that is the biggest problem with work, shoot stuff is you can't do that because then now how am I supposed to take the rest of the, any of this seriously and yeah. get invested in it if you're te- and we all everybody nowadays knows but in that couple of hours that you're at a wrestling show you you suspend your disbelief and if you do and, if you do a workshoot angle i can no longer suspend my disbelief for any of your
3: show
2: mate mm-hmm. you know my opinions on cm punk mm-hmm. i'm a fan of the guy you know but i'm not over the moon on him right you know what i mean but i think a lot of people look at not a lot of people like now, they look at that pipe bomb promo or whatever, and they mm-hmm. try to justify it with that. But the reason the CM Punk thing worked was because he wasn't out there going, Triple H told me I needed to lose to this person. No, yes, that's what I was about he, to say. He went out there saying, these beanhead
0: people are trying to... They're not giving me main event matches.
3: Yeah. there's a yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. There's a way you can do it. And it's still
3: believable. Like, like
2: he was saying, like, you know, they're putting this person in this match. They're per- putting this person in this spot. And I'm the best in the world, and they're trying to hold me down. Mm-hmm. You know? Now I'm not even saying I enjoyed that. But I'm saying that he he didn't go out there and say, Triple H wrote for me. I'm supposed to do
0: this. Yeah, I'm supposed to do the oh. job for Cena. Yeah. yeah.
2: or Or – even like the Joey Styles thing, he went out there and said the the he didn't go out there and go the wrestling that you're writing is terrible. He went out there and said the wrestling that you're promoting, mm-hmm. yeah, it's I'm, not hardcore or whatever. You know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Instead of saying, uh, well, essentially, you know, I'll just use an example in his promo. He says, um, "Who wants to watch wrestling cheerleaders?" He didn't say. You wrote these guys. Who wants guys, to
2: watch guys pretending to be cheerleaders? Right,
0: exactly. Who wants to watch? there's there's a fine line between. You can shoot, and not shoot. You know, you can kayfabe shoot. I mean, and <laughs> you know, it's it, and what they did, like you said, or like you were elaborating to. Why why was any of the rest of the match at all to be taken seriously, and not to mention. Not to mention, even if you are going to do a garbage angle like that and try to justify it, why in God's why would name? Butthead say script. Why, why, why wouldn't you not? Do, why would you do that during your world championship match?
2: Yeah, and I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but apparently they said Don Callis, who looks like Butthead. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a real life Butthead. <laughs> Said that he's going off script. Why
1: why does why say the word script? Yeah, it's because none of them have fucking psychology, and that's what it comes down to: is that people fucking. It's just like the whole Austin McMahon thing. Great when they did it, but like everybody else tried to fucking do the same thing. They're still trying to do the same thing without the fucking reason why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And, and.
2: the Austin McMahon thing—you could say, "Oh, this guy is shooting or whatever." Well, Steve Austin wasn't like, "Oh, Vince, you didn't write this for me." He was just like, you know, doing what I was just saying. Like, he had, he was like,
0: fuck you, Vince McMahon never even let um, Vince Russo cross that line. Yeah, it, like it's, he it's he hard. he never even let Vince Russo. Even Vince Vince McMahon, who was the guy in the in the early nineties who said wrestling is fake. Still on his TV show, would never let Russo do something where they said the word script. Or,
1: yeah.
2: you know, I, I don't. It's a TV show. When you watch it, you should suspend reality. Mm-hmm. Well, but at the same time, though. That'd be like. Uh, you need. Do you guys watch uh, The Blacklist? I know I bring up The Blacklist every once in a while. No. But anyway, like The Blacklist is a great show, and you should watch it. But it it would be, or I don't know. Let me think of it. It would be like David Schwimmer going, "Hey, I look like a tadpole, but I still stand a chance with Jennifer Aniston."
1: Well, it'd be like okay, it, it, so you get what I'm saying, though, mm-hmm. right? But it, you know, a perfect example would be like The Walking course, guy, David Schwimmer looking like a tadpole was a funny joke. Like The Walking Dead, a perfect example is that I mean how how easy would it be for you or I like, guess not easy, but how hard would it be for you to suspend your disbelief if like halfway through they fucking turn you like zombies, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean like with wrestling, like you the, you gotta meet the fans halfway. You
0: can't Yeah, it's like you that,
1: know,
0: it's like that whole thing where they, they talk about where what Russo was trying to and I don't know because I've never heard him talk about it directly. But I know back when he was booking WCW, they said that one of his deals I've heard in shoot interviews from guys that worked there at the time, was they he wanted to do something where, like, after a match would happen or whatever, they'd just have cameras back in the locker room, you know, now, or he wanted, during
2: he the wanted, production he, he meeting. Wanted do, he wanted to do, um, like, a Nitro after Nitro type thing
3: mm-hmm.
2: where... Once the show is done, all the characters, or the wrestlers, whatever you want to call them, would leave and go to, like, a studio and talk about Ooh. what just happened on the show.
3: Ugh.
2: Like, Kyle was just set, talking about The Walking Dead. Mm. You know how Chris Harwick does with
0: talking, show, dead? talking Dead? Dead, yeah. That's what he
2: wanted to do with Nitro. It would have been like a Lex Luger turned heel. So now,
0: Lex Luger, Lex Luger, Lex Luger, is, Luger, and, Lex Luger and Bret Hart are going to talk about their angle.
2: Yeah, yeah. and and, and what's le- what Lex Luger's character thought about would have thought about turning heel and all that shit. <laughs> We're going <throwing> the weeds <laughs> on it, but that's what he wanted to do,
1: and it would have been but. <laughs> Well, and, and what's funny is, like, the Talking Smack thing kind of did the same thing, but it wasn't, like, they still kept K Faber around when they were doing it. I mean, there's a way to do it, yeah, but, I mean, fuck. Between you and I, it's like, we all know that, fucking, there is not really, that Rick really isn't fighting zombies. Yeah. Like, you know, but for that hour, you're suspending your disbelief. And pro wrestling, you, I'm, not, I'm not telling you anything you guys already know, but... It's fucking it's supposed to be a sport above everything else. It's sports entertainment. So, you know, you're supposed to fucking believe in what these people do and believe in these people. That's why, you know, we fucking shed a tear for wrestlers when they pass because goddamn it's
0: You get emotionally invested. The walking
1: dead has been really cool. No, I'm not saying it hasn't. I I, uh, I There are I, like some funny things I saw in it.
2: Have you guys watched The Walking Dead, Kyle, you brought it up a couple times. Do you guys watched The Walking Dead
1: the last two episodes? No. Yeah. And I appreciate well, the fact that they can do funny well, shit. Nate, Nate mm-hmm. this is something.
2: You know, Father Gabriel, you know who that is, right? Yeah. Well, he was on the show, and he didn't have a big black priest hat. Do you know the priest hats I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, then all of a sudden he had one on this new season. Like mm-hmm. he, he looks cool now, and and he has like a big black priest hat. So still, I'm looking at him like is he still, really is he still in blind? a year and a half, <laughs> this dude just found a random old, <laughs> old he, like still, old tiny priest hat. Is he still? Is he still
0: blind? In one eye. Hmm. I was and thinking the, when I was watching last season when he went blind. I was all I was thinking about was the fact that I was thinking about Ray Charles and the fact that this this show is set in Georgia. Um, <laughs> I just thought of of.
2: <laughs> and then there was another episode. It just it was just on and him and uh, the dumpster lady. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, they hook up and they fuck or whatever, and. And before they do it, like they're sitting out in the woods mm. and they're about to do it. And, and Gabriel, who's blind in his one eye, looks at the dumpster girl and he's like, I'm supposed to be on watch. And in my mind, I'm like, why would you send a half-blind guy out at midnight <laughs> in dark woods on lookout?
0: <laughs> and then while 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 they were while they were doing it, was he was like was he was like uh, was he like uh, who that man? <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't see him do it. I know. My thing is I know. like
2: why is why is a half blind guy on watch <laughs> at midnight in the woods? I'd have I'd have
1: him out there at, like noon.
0: I was gonna say, hopefully they don't come from the west. Yeah, because
1: you're gonna see shit. Come
0: from the east.
1: But see, and that's the thing. It's good fucking writing. It's good comedy and stuff. Like, it's that subtle shit that it's not, like, in your face, like pro wrestling likes to do. Like, they fucking shove it down your goddamn throat. I think one of the greatest fucking lines in any movie is fucking the Marvel movies. When they fucking, uh, Batista Drax is sitting, he's like, nothing would ever go over my head. I'd catch it. (laughs) It's fucking funny. It's like, (laughs) And that's what we want with wrestling. Like it's fine for funny shit. Like Mick Foley handing fucking Mr. McMahon the yeah, goddamn drink the, out of the side the, of the, the
0: right. Screen. The right kind of funny in wrestling works. Example: something I just watched um, as I'm watching stuff on the WWE Network. I mean, you 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 want to smile if you want to laugh. I know usually after I say that I say Eddie Guerrero, but it's not Eddie Guerrero this time. One of the best things ECW ever did, okay? One of the best things they ever did is Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck as a tag team.
1: Oh, God, Because those
0: interviews with Mikey Whipwreck... Cheetos? Oh, uh, just the whole... Like, his he's just... The entire time, he's just petrified of everything that he's involved in. And, I don't know, it's just... It's so funny. Like... He's like, the, when they win the titles, Cactus is like, how excited are you, Mikey? And Mikey's like, I promised my mom I'd never li- win another championship at ECW. <laughs> He's
2: like, you want to fight the public enemy? No. no. Absolutely <laughs> not.
1: Mikey likes it, Mikey? It. I'm scared
0: to death. I'm scared to death, Cactus. It's so funny, but it's not funny, like, stupid funny like wwe food fight like
3: somebody, the stupid somebody,
2: somebody on this thread i'm on just posted this picture of like well didn't just post it but it's <clears throat> action figure of jake the snake roberts mm. and and it's he's got like four snakes on him and i thought this was funny and nobody else probably will but they're, like, posting all these things, and I put, honestly, all these mother-f- motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking Jake. Crack <laughs> <laughs> right, me up. All right. But do you know who the best heel on television is? Right now? Right now. And I, we're going back to The Walking Dead, but he's the best heel.
0: Oh, you're not talking about
2: wrestling. Uh, well, I'm just... Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: That's I'm all right. No, I thought I just just I was going to answer it as a wrestling question. No, but... I'm just saying television wise. If you want a great heel, it's fucking
2: Negan. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. best goddamn heel on television.
0: Now you know who the best heel in wrestling is right now. Who? Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was going to ask you this, Aaron, because I I have to. Because you're a fan of both guys, and because when I was watching, as I've been watching WWE maybe like the past six months, you're a fan of both guys. And I'll get to my point, but I want to set my question up here. You're a fan of both of them. They're both heels. They both do a good job. One of them I actually became became a fan of over the past four or five years because of the good work he's done. I wasn't a fan before. And I want to see if you think this comparison, because of how much you like both of them, is blasphemy, okay? I think in in 2018, The Miz is the closest thing we've ever gotten to Rowdy Roddy Piper. The heel Rowdy Roddy Piper. Like, I'm watching The Miz the past few years, and all I'm thinking is, he's like if WWE if he was if WWE was not PG and he was allowed to have more of an edge he would be Roddy Piper he'd
2: be the biggest star in the world
0: yes like that guy is i don't know if you watched smackdown this week but that Ms. tv with aj and daniel bryan smackdown this week you didn't oh uh, smack, smack <laughs> smackdown actually wasn't a bad show this week raw was fucking boring
2: i watched but, prime time
0: but um yeah, the Miz is the Miz is a new era Roddy Piper. Like, again, without he's not allowed to be, he's not allowed to be have as much of a hard edge as early Piper had. I'm talking like Piper from like, you know, Mid Atlantic '82 until WWF '86. Yeah, I mean,
2: Miz, you know, Miz is phenomenal, and. If there's a lot of guys honestly and I know I don't watch it a lot and I knock it and I'm a classic wrestling guy there are a lot of people on their roster that could be phenomenal and could be what wrestling is supposed to be if they would allow them to be
0: yeah, if the if the booking was like, done... Miz, the, Miz is one of the guys. If the booking was done the way that wrestling booking should be done and not the way WWE books wrestling now, this would be the greatest era of wrestling.
2: Um, Another guy that could be great, if they would allow him to be great, would be Cesaro. Cesaro could be amazing. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Uh, and and um you know i'm gay for drew mcintyre so uh, <laughs> I drew mcintyre i'm not saying that i i don't know if he'd
0: be like promo wise great no he's great at, i mean and that that was one of the few things that 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 TNA did better than Drew McIntyre is one of the few things TNA did better than WWE. TNA let him cut promos the way he should cut, pro, the way, like just naturally. He is a fantastic heel promo. That guy is everything a heel wrestler should be. And of course, I've heard rumors they're going to turn him face, but because they do what doesn't make sense. Well, you know, like let's like, build let's... the
2: revival should be the revival should be the the thing everybody's talking about.
1: Now here's now here's playing devil's advocate, okay? All right. Um do you think that the fact that okay,
2: Elias, let's I'm gonna hang up on you. Huh? He said if you bring up Elias,
1: no, I'm not bringing up Elias. He That was it, that was a fucking it, fluke it is what that it was. what era that he's in, he's butt. But anyways, no, okay. So Let's say that wrestling was TV 14 again. Let's say it's the fucking attitude era. Mm Do you think The Miz would have gotten lost in the shuffle? Or do you think the fact is that we like The Miz because even with the PG filter, he's been able to, you know, break through?
0: I'm going to answer this. All right. And I'm going to answer this before Aaron because full disclosure. Since '06, when Miz came into WWE, Aaron's been a Miz fan, and I have not. Okay. And Miz, and probably, probably right around that time, he became WWE champion, going into WrestleMania 27, and then after, since then, he has turned me into a fan. And what I will say is, I agree with what Aaron said in this case. I think that with the talent that he's shown me that he has if the chains were off and I'm not even talking like attitude era stuff I'm talking like just being able to do wrestling the way wrestling should be done and not this homogenized garbage
2: nobody could touch him
0: he would be he would be easily and it, he, he would Yes, he would still easily be top of the card, and he would probably be, if not the top heel, one of the top two heels in the company.
1: And I get what you're saying, but what, I, what I'm i coming at is the fact that, okay, like we all know that you're not getting over until Vince McMahon lets you get over. Mm-hmm. Okay? Is it the fact that he was able to do something amazing in the PG era that won Vince over, but now he has the ability to... be more selective of what he does, as opposed to the fucking Attitude Era, where it was just like, fucking everybody go out there and do whatever you want.
0: Right. Well, no, and yeah, Miz has, he has earned that spot, I think, with
2: Vince McMahon. uh, If you take Mike Mizarian, I think I'm getting what Kyle's going with. If you take Mike Mizarian right now, okay, with no filter, and Transplant him into 1998, 1999 with guys like Steve Austin, The Rock, Mick Foley, Chris Jericho, which is what I'm thinking you're saying, right, Kyle? Yeah. Mike Mazarian would be able to hang with those guys.
0: He would because he, he would actually be able to hang that era more than this era. Because that era was not about the match. There were great matches, but that era was about getting yourself over with catchphrases and promos and your personality, and that dude has that ability to the nines. Yeah. So yeah, he he would have he would have fit he honestly
2: probably would have been a face in that era. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because that era, if you were a fucking asshole, you were a face.
0: Yeah, he. Like, I, I, th- I think he Austin would. Was he would have. He would have thrived ass. in
2: the Attitude Era. Like seriously, Steve Austin and The Rock—they're fucking pricks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at them now, like like if you're in a room with like twenty people and Steve Austin walks in, just regular people just hanging out, it's like oh. Let's have a garage party, and everybody just hanging out. Steve Austin shows up. He's the biggest asshole in the room. They're like, this guy's great. Like, he's walking in, and he's like, you stupid son of a bitch. And, like, all right, give me a beer, throw it to me, and, and like, smacking people around yeah. and shit. Steve Austin's an asshole. The Rock, he's walking in and going, you got a, you got a little dick, and you like strudel and all that shit. Yeah, you know, Like, Rock's an asshole. The Miz, the Miz probably would have been a face in
1: 1990. In my well, and that's what's funny about the whole damn thing. It's like Vince McMahon was the fucking face in that whole thing.
0: Yeah. He was just, the, he, he was just a
1: guy trying, just trying to, to run my company. Yeah, I'm
0: just trying to run my fucking company. God damn I have it.
1: You know,
2: I'm, must- just to, I'm just trying to turn a profit and you keep breaking my stuff. <laughs>
1: Coming out stunning people and like give...
2: I'm giving you money every week. I'm giving you a paycheck every week, and you've dumped me in cement. <laughs> <laughs> you keep beating up my assistant managers. You had you had
0: that fat Samoan, give me a stink face.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like I'm here, here I am, I'm gonna run my show. I have my assistant managers, Patrick and Gerald. <laughs> And then he just smacks them around and then de-pants the store manager. It's like Steve Austin was a prick. (laughs)
0: Like Jim Ross said, like Jim Ross said, Steve Austin will never be employee of the month. (laughs) That's one of my favorite Jim Ross lines when he stuns Austin (laughs) or when Austin stuns McMahon. Steve Austin will never be employee of the month. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's like Steve, like if you look at it, if you look at 2018, if you look at everything from like 1990, like WrestleMania 14, to like 2003, if you look at it with 2018 goggles, like Steve Austin's a piece of shit, rocks a piece of shit. They're all bad people, but you enjoyed them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. You got these and that's two. What I think these would have been great. You got these two long-haired employees telling you to suck it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is uh, that's going to wrap up our thirty minutes of uh, modern product talk for the show. Yeah, because I have to pee, I yeah, think. And uh, when we return, who do we decide is going first? Aaron going first? Yeah. Who's on first? Who's on first? All right. So I Ab- just
1: watched that the other night. That's so fucking good. Abbott and Costello. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> well, right now we will take a break. We'll come back with more of the We Can't Wrestle Podcast, and we're gonna do our top ten worst angles ever, and it is going to be a fun, fun I guess I guess it wouldn't even be a top ten, would it be a bottom ten? But anyway, yeah. we'll come back after the break. We'll be back. Aaron will hit his list, then Kyle, then I'll do mine. We'll see. We'll probably knock some off of each other's lists anyway. So we'll be right back after this with more of the We Can't Wrestle podcast.
3: All systems operating within normal design parameters. Engage cybernetic generation sequence.
0: All right, welcome back to the We Can't Wrestle podcast, and uh, it is top 10 time on the show. This week's top 10, top 10 worst angles ever. And Aaron goes first, and let's see how many he can knock off of our lists. Yep. I actually thought long and hard about this one. I had some some stuff that was on the list, and it was off the list, because, you know, it's like, well, that was worse than this, and... Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So let's see where we land here. Aaron, are you ready? Yes. And get us started. It's not going to be in any particular order,
2: but I want to get the um, current. Like this is the most current one,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and honestly, is one of the thing like one of the things that I never understood why they did it. Okay. I never will understand why they did it. And when I mention these two people's names, maybe Nader you're gonna know what I'm saying. But it was Charlotte and Paige.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was when Paige like like it was a good feud, okay?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But Paige saying your little brother didn't have that much fighting in, him, did
3: he? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, much like much like um, much like Kale, that angle was tasteless.
2: <laughs> yeah, like to me, it was like WWE. You're not pushing the edge. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing with a wrestling angle, but that. To me, honestly, in the last 20 years is the most tasteless angle and the worst angle I've ever heard in my life.
0: Well, and it, it it's not on this other one that I'm going to bring up in the same vein isn't on my list, but you can say the same thing for Randy Orton and Ray Mysterio with the Eddie Guerrero deal.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say, I didn't want to bring that up because I didn't know if it was anybody's list, but yeah, the fucking Eddie's down there. It's like, f- God damn it, is that needed? Mm-mm. You know, I mean... Not at all.
2: But to me, the reason I don't like it is I did research on it. hmm And you can say whatever you want to say with research on the internet or whatever. But <clears throat> at, at least with the Eddie's down there thing or whatever, they had, like, Vicky Guerrero's input on it. Right. They did that read... When they did the Your Little Brother didn't whatever, they had no – they didn't give Flair or – they didn't even – they didn't give Reed's parents a heads up that this is what's going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? and And – People can say, oh, well, Charlotte was involved in it, but Charlotte was in a position, or Ashley Flair was in a position where it's like, I'm working for this company, I'm getting into this angle, I'm getting this push, I'm getting... So, obviously, she's not going to say no.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to me, that was a shitty angle. And it didn't need to happen.
0: Yeah, it was but. <laughs> yeah.
1: Very much But.
0: It didn't. And the worst part about stuff like that is it does not add add anything anything. to it. Exactly. It does not add anything to. It it doesn't add heel steam to anybody. It just deflates the audience. It was just tasteless, in my opinion. And that's why it was terrible.
2: And I'm going to get my second tasteless angle out of the way, and then the rest of them are just stupid. Mm -hmm. And. Nate, we talked about this before, and the reason I think it's a terrible angle or a, or worse angle is just because it's tasteless was or tasteless was the um, Terry Rundle's miscarriage angle.
0: Yes, that was one that came off my list more just because I knew you were probably going to put it on your list, so I
1: didn't put it on mine. But
3: yeah,
0: remember that one, Kyle?
1: Yep. You know what? And look. In the interests of all fairness, we—I'm just—I'll go ahead and say it now, because fuck it, we're already talking about the same thing. But on my list, I didn't have that, but I had the Kane Lita Snisky pregnancy.
2: Yeah, that's a miscarriage angle too. Miscarriages but,
1: are stupid. Not fucking. I should. Yeah, that made it out like yeah, you know. I'm saying miscarriages are stupid. So I'm saying miscarriage like, you know,
0: wrestling but, angles.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not fucking needed. It doesn't you know the only the only redeeming quality of the Snisky thing is when he punted the fucking fake baby and it didn't go very far.
0: Well that and his promo. I'm gonna subjugate myself to Cain's abuse. <laughs> yeah,
1: they could have done all they could have
2: done all of that and not had it be a miscarriage friend.
3: Right.
0: It well, just the, like I said the thing it, the work the thing that makes it Okay, and I'm not justifying the the lita angle okay but the thing that makes the runnels angle worse than the lita angle is that the the, the lita angle led led to like a at least a four month program the, the the terry runnels angle happened on sunday night heat and it led to a match on raw the next night like it didn't even well, it, it didn't even resonate they didn't even use it as a way to push well, something they did they did They, they did it where that's the worst year in pro wrestling history, by the way. Nineteen
1: ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, it is.
0: I get. uh, I mean, the miscarriage thing did happen, but like
2: D'Lo Brown was like worried about her at first when she fell down. But
1: it was just bad. Yeah, it was all terrible. That's. It's like there's some things that you just don't. You don't want to fucking see. And and movies, fucking anything like that. It's like there it does no fucking good.
0: So we're good with that one? Yep. Yep. No, all we're right. all we're all bad with that one, but we're done with yeah. that one. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> all bad with that one. Yeah. Um now I have those tasteless ones out of the way. <clears throat> now the rest of them are just dumb. <laughs> and and tasteless, but we'll we'll I'll let you guys decide. The next one is um, the NWO in WWE.
0: Yeah, it was pretty bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was.
0: <laughs>
1: and it started off promising. No, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, it did. Because fucking, like the whole Vince McMahon going crazy and being like, I'm going to inject poison and fucking turn around. Like it started off fucking like so fucking hopeful. Here's the thing:
0: the NWO angle. Here's the crazy thing: the NWO angle in the WWE was good for two nights. It was bad the first night, and do you know why? Well, because (laughs) they got
2: humiliated. No, because they went totally against the grain, and it was because Hulk Hogan couldn't help himself. Hulk Hogan and the NWO. Walked out on that pay per view, and we're cutting a promo. And Hulk Hogan did one of my favorite things ever in a promo. Ever, but he totally went against what he was supposed to do when the NWO first walked out, and he cut it. He started cutting a promo. They started doing the what chant to them. Okay yeah and hulk was like the nwo he the nwo is here brother and they were like what and he said oh. what you gonna do yeah
3: he, he didn't
0: said, he didn't put you over
2: you and like he couldn't get out of i'm wwf hulk Hogan, and couldn't get out of that mode you know what i mean
1: like Sorry, what I'm probably saying is probably stupid. No, it makes sense. Like I said, the build-up to it was great, but I will give you that, that the whole fact of them... Once they got there, it was fucking horrible.
0: Yeah, and I think it it came down to the fact that at, at the end of the day, because of the way Vince McMahon feels about his product and his show and his stars... They never should have brought those three in as the NWO. They should have just said "fuck it," bring them in as separate guys or whatever, or bring in bring in Nash and Hall together, no Hogan or whatever. The reason being, first of all, he didn't create it, so he was never going to allow it to be anything more than what it was. And Second that was the thing that beat him. Secondly, he was not going to let Vince. Isn't the guy that lets? Somebody from the a, a faction or whatever from the outside come in and run over all his stars. He's not going to do that. I mean, the invasion angle proved that. Well, he um, let him run over one of them, and that was the Rock. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but it was a semi. <laughs> and at the end, the Rock was still but okay. Yeah, like
0: I said, I I liked the I liked the No Way Out stuff, and then I liked the Raw in Chicago after that. With Hogan and Rock face to face and all that shit, but other than that, yeah, that that wound up being garbage. You should have still had the Rock and Hogan
2: face to face, and I had to have the crummy NWO WWE stuff going oh, yeah. on. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and their entrance is cool as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like like with the film melting and everything. Uh huh. It it was cool, but. In that whole WWE NWO run, Kevin Nash meant absolutely nothing. Because he was hurt through most of it. hmm Scott Hall was like duct taped to a chair. Yeah. And then him and Steve Austin had a fucking horrible
1: match. Horrible. Although although it's fucking watching horrible. Kevin Nash fucking come back from an injury <laughs> fucking two seconds of the match. Ah!
3: Ah! <laughs>
2: Just everything with the NWO and WWE, it's fucking horrible. Anybody else got anything on that? Nope. Nope. Okay, next on my list is um, Katie
0: Vick. Nah, I gotta knock it off my list. Yep. It was just stupid. And it wasn't...
2: Like, if it would have been funny... (laughs) <laughs> that would have been one thing. But it wasn't even funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and again, it's ta- it's continuity. Because, like, we fucking heard that, oh, Kane was fucking kept in a basement all of his life. And watched The Undertaker, and he's burned, badly burned from the fire. And then all of a sudden it's like, nah, he had a fuck girlfriend.
0: And, you know, it's funny because I, what I've always thought about the Katie Vick angle is the Katie Vick angle was... If the Tell me if this makes sense or if I need to elaborate. The Katie Vick angle was the end game for the Attitude Era. Yeah. You had done all these crazy angles and all this shit and, you know, all these, these crazy Jerry Springer-type angles, and you essentially have run out of that kind of stuff. And that was like the... It's kind of like... um. I look at Katie Vick as as uh, compared to the Attitude Era as like the goon and Freddie Joe Floyd and T L Hopper to the gimmick era. Does that make any sense? Like it's the end. Like we've we've got we've got everything out of this box we can possibly pull out of it. This era is over.
2: <laughs> yeah. Katie uh, Vick sucked. Yeah, it did.
1: It just there's there's just a few know, things. It wasn't funny. I don't know what the it's fuck been is their funny. upset, but cool with it. But the sad part, it's like, what is what is the ups, the ups, obsession with fucking dead people with fucking WWE?
0: Well, you know, one man's vision. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Vince, yeah. Vince McMahon has a dead people fetish or something. I don't know.
1: It just it fucking blows my mind. Him and Holly J...
2: Holly Joe Osmond, or was it, what was that little fucking kid's name?
0: <laughs> Haley, Haley Joe Osmond. Osmond.
1: I see <gasps> I see dead people. Little, the, fuck, little, the years haven't been kind to him.
0: Yeah, I know. He looks like a...
1: Little Joe Osmond. What's
0: his name? Haley Joe Osmond.
2: That's what I said. <laughs> little Joe Omelette.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you want an omelet yeah yeah oh wait i'm sorry that's a little john the next one on my list
2: is unless you guys want to say something else about kitty big man i think we said what we gotta say
1: yeah
2: okay the next one on my list is that road warrior hawk is a junkie
1: oh that was on mine too fucking horrible
2: And, like, Hawk is a junkie.
1: It was fucking ridiculous, because do you remember when he fucking committed suicide off the top of the fucking... He didn't uh, commit suicide, he was murdered. Well, okay, well...
2: Jarrah's tried to murder him.
1: That's true, was the dealer. You're right, I'm sorry. But, yeah, fucking just stupid.
2: It was a garbage angle.
1: And it
2: tarnishes everything that was great about the Road Warriors and makes
0: light of a person that had problems. And it is one of the key angles in the history of wrestling that shows Vince Rousseau didn't know what the fuck he was doing. No. That's one of those ones where like, I I blame Vince McMahon because there's a lot of stuff that Rousseau... You can watch WCW in in 99 and 2000 and see a lot of stuff that Rousseau does without an editor. And the Road Warrior thing is one of those things where I, I, I put a lot of blame in Vince McMahon's lap because he should have edited that... Actually, he should have just put the kibosh on that shit. It's just they absolutely not. We're not going to do that. Yeah. So... Yeah, that one was fucking terrible. And it was and and not to mention, I mean And I'm
2: not knocking like Michael
0: Hanks. like I'm not knocking Hawk. No. I'm not knocking Animal. I mean, Miller. when we when we talk, it, talk about I'm ang- doing a job. Yeah, I was to say this whole this whole thing, this whole top 10, when we're talking about angles, we this is no criticism on the wrestlers. I will say that at that time the Road Warriors were not exactly setting the world on fire with their boring ass series of matches with the DOA. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, but
2: they were also being plugged in, yeah, with the D O A, right? Wow, right? Yeah, the
0: which that's it's kind of it's kind of taking the the um, train off the rails for a second. But that always surprised me that those two teams didn't do better together. Because, really? Yes. I'll just hear me out. You look at. If you look at if you look at Ron and Don Harris in Smoky Mountain and ECW for a wild, quote unquote unabashed like crazy tag team, those guys were actually really good for that style of a tag team, and the Road Warriors too. They both had that same style and they were both really good at it. So you would think that together they would be good, but they were just not.
1: Well. And the bullshit part about it's, it is... that Because Hawk was a junkie. But And that's the thing, though. It's like, why did you need to fucking bring that out in front of the public? Why Why make his personal transgressions, you know, a part of a storyline? Like, fuck,
0: you know? Yeah, it's the same garbage they did with Scott Hall in WCW.
1: Oh. What? Just stop
2: it. Okay. That was a nice thing on my list.
0: Yeah, Scott Hall. All right, there we go. It's, Smooth transition.
2: Scott Hall is a drunk.
0: Yeah, that was um, not only a bad angle, but much like the one with Hawk, probably not, um, it shows you the the mentality of your promoters and stuff back in the day. You know, like, hey, we could help this guy, or we could just exploit his demons and make his life worse.
1: Boy, did they. Scott Hall,
0: drunk on WCW.
2: I've gotten drunk on some WCW in my time.
0: Well, and that's the problem too. That's the other. <laughs> that, that's the other reason it was tasteless and, was and irresponsible. Is I mean, I, I'll be I'll be perfectly honest with everybody here. I'm not gonna. I never deny the fact that I drink, and that I'm probably an alcoholic. I'm a functioning alcoholic. I don't beat my wife or anything, and I only drink, you know, in a certain time. I don't drink all day long or anything, but I probably drink five nights out of seven. But
1: Nate, Nate, let's be honest, though, man. Hang on. Let's be honest. You don't beat your wife because she beats you.
0: (laughs) This is true. She is a redhead. So, So,
1: I mean, you know.
0: No, I mean, all joking aside, if you. I only
2: try to drink
0: every once in a while. Yeah okay, if you um, <laughs> if this is, happens to be that once in a while, if you How tell a, if you tell a guy like a Scott Hall that is seriously, literally a crippled, crippled by his addiction. I'm not crippled by my addiction, you know. I, I I I have parameters as to when I drink and I can control it and I don't need it all the time. But when you take someone that has a literally a
1: a I don't like to call I like to
0: call addictions a, d- a disease cuz they're not.
1: But but I think in this case it is because a lot of it had to come down from the fact of the the fucking lifestyle. Right,
0: and that's true. Of being a pro wrestler. But well and and I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but that's that's right. why I don't call I I don't like it when they call addictions diseases. That's stupid. I can't catch alcoholism. I make a choice to crack a beer. I make a choice. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a disease. That's not fucking cancer or lupus or whatever or the shingles. It's not a disease. I choose to open a beer. I can I choose not to. I
2: somebody the other day about Magic Johnson. What? I can't, <laughs> you're talking about diseases. Yeah. Well, yeah, we had an argument with somebody about Magic Johnson. All right, mm-hmm. and they said Magic Johnson had AIDS. I was like, Magic Johnson does not have AIDS. He has HIV. He has HIV. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Well, he knows the cure to AIDS. I was like, He doesn't know the cure to AIDS. <laughs> he, he can just afford HIV medication because HIV. Once it populates into your system, creates AIDS, right? Yeah. Like you get HIV, and then
0: yes, and the, you, can't,
2: the, you when you can't suppress HIV, you get AIDS,
0: right? And the drugs and then you shrivel up and you blow
2: in dust.
0: The drugs, and, the drugs that control HIV are very expensive, and he has yeah. he has and the Matt means Johnson to buy them.
2: Has a, he has that money. Yes. Okay. Magic fucking I just, Johnson. <laughs> I just wanted to get some clarification on that because this person told me that I was full of shit. I'm yeah, like,
0: well, because they
2: were like, "No, Magic Johnson cured AIDS." I'm like, "No, Magic Johnson just has some money and can suppress his
1: HIV."
0: You were apparently see? you were apparently talking to a dipshit that listens to Alex Jones. <laughs> so yeah, <I> <laughs> see, that's what
1: pisses did. me off about all that. It's like you have a smartphone. <laughs> Look it up
0: quick impression alex jones. <laughs> quick impression <laughs> magic johnson has the cure for aids i hate alex jones anyway what's your next alex what's jones. next on your list after mr scott hall who's alex jones alex jones
1: who is that oh he fucking does that gear tech or whatever he's the guy that thinks sandy hook in, was a info, conspiracy
0: info wars let's not get I have no
2: let's idea not who you're let's about, not go there the, I'm not going to conspiracy theories, but I'm just saying Magic Johnson has
1: HIV money, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Speaking of conspiracy theories, I still don't believe we've ever seen the real McBans.
0: <laughs> Aaron, what's next on your list?
1: <laughs> Goldberg turn heel. Oh, oh, terrible. We had we had this conversation a while ago. I don't think that you were here for it.
0: You guys go ahead and talk about that. I'll be back in just a second.
1: See, I, I don't know. I feel like where else could have Goldberg gone? They've already fucked the 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 streak up. They already, you know.
2: Well, my thing was the whole he's going off script. Like what we were talking about earlier.
1: Well, see, that happened later though. That at first it was Goldberg turning heel. He joined the New Blood, and then the, when they decided that, like, oh, this wasn't a good fucking idea. The way that they're gonna turn him faces that he went against the script. I was like, what?
2: Just anything to do with that is terrible. Turning over a heel is the worst thing you could have ever done.
1: Yeah, I do I do see where it's a horrible fucking idea, but at that point, at the end, it's like they were just trying anything. Like, you want to see fucking horrible wrestling shows, go back and watch the fucking late 2000s. <clears throat> I, I had to review fucking Great American Bash 2000 a while ago. That was a fun time. Turning- Why did you have to do that? Who
2: made you do that?
0: That was one you weren't on.
1: Yeah, that, that was a great fucking time.
0: Turning Goldberg heel... It's one of the things that, um, well, it's one of the things that killed WCW because you took a guy that properly, properly booked, properly booked for nine years or something as a baby face, his heel turn could have been as effective as Hulk Hogan's heel turn. But yeah. you turn him heel fucking what less than probably less than two years after he be he is a mega star. Like he was he you know, he became a mega mega star in what was it, August of of ninety eight or July of ninety eight when they did that Georgia Dome Nitro where he beat Hogan for the title. And it's probably less than two years later they're turning him heel. And you can't beat a good heel if you aren't a good babyface if that makes sense you have to know being a heel is 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 the harder job in wrestling you know doing doing that is is the hard part being a babyface is fucking easy i love san francisco i love new york you know be, being a being a babyface is easy being a heel's the pain in the ass being evil being a heel is the tr- mark of a true talent and uh, he wasn't ready for that.
1: So. No. Not at all. But, but, fucking, WCW was terminal way before then.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, that was just an extra tumor.
1: Yeah, I mean, once you're doing Human Torch matches and... Uh...
0: What's next on your list, Aaron?
1: Um,
2: who hit Austin? Really? Yeah, I don't mind who hit Austin. Who hit Austin's terrible because they had <laughs> no idea who hit Austin. And then the Rock or, or Rikishi came out there and was like, "I did it for the Rock."
1: I did it for the people.
2: I did it for the people.
0: I can't. I can't participate in this conversation because I don't mind that angle.
2: Okay, well, let's move on to my next one, then. Okay. (laughs) And it is Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior 1998.
3: Woo!
0: (laughs) All right, so I'm going to scratch one off my list, and we'll just discuss it now since you brought that up. Because what I I put down was the One Warrior Nation. That's in this. Yeah, that that whole fucking deal with Disciple and... Oh my by god. By the way,
2: at the end of the Austin getting hit by a car thing, they were mm-hmm. like, oh, Triple H did it, and he had his fucking icer toner gloves on. It's like, no, you had no fucking idea what you were doing when you went into this. Yeah. That whole angle was fucking mismanaged the entire time. And by the end of it, like, through it, and they were like, Oh, fucking big ass Rakishi hit him, and we knew it was him because he had blonde hair. And it's like, Well, he wasn't even fucking on the show at the time, and by the end of it, it was just so misconstrued and fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. And it was like a soap opera angle, it was fucking terrible. Like, like Steve Austin, like if it would have been a soap opera, Steve Austin would have got run over and he should have had reverse amnesia <laughs> and learned <laughs> shit that he didn't know before. <laughs> now I want to see it. I want to see fucking Austin. Like, Steve Austin should have got run over, and by the time it was done, he should have
1: known who shot Kennedy. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> Guys, I know where Jimmy Hoff is at. Yeah. That's Grab my shovel, favorite angle
2: that, that is my idea for a soap opera.
1: Do you guys want to know what it is?
2: What? Nate, you still there? What? what is it? Reverse amnesia.
3: <laughs>
2: like, somebody's just, like, riding their horse, okay? They're on a soap opera, and they're just riding their horse, and they wind up on, like, an icy lake, and the horse loses its footing. They fall. They smack their head and they get reverse amnesia and they remember shit that they didn't know before. Now they're running from the government because they now know government secrets <laughs> they had no idea about before.
0: they can speak Finnish and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I said that today <laughs> when uh, Kendall banged her arm doing something like banged her elbow into, into like the door jam or whatever. And you know she's fucking cussing and shit. And I said, you know, my my the worst things in the world – I you could slice me, and I wouldn't care. The worst things in the world to me are stubbing my toe or bumping my head. Because <laughs> I I like I didn't know I just I imagine
2: could... just imagine bumping your head or and learning <laughs> shit. you Well, didn't that's know that's
0: what I said to her. I said, you know, I didn't know. I don't know that I know German. But when I stub my toe or bump my head, somehow I'm, I'm able to speak German like I'm a... Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I'm just
2: saying, that fucking Austin getting hit, that was some fucking contrived bullshit.
0: Well, speak to me, Warrior, about the Warrior Hogan angle. In WCW... Hogan Smoke. had his own head in his hand... <laughs> The mirror.
2: So Hogan gave himself head. There was the Mirror. There was the Bruce Beefcake Blow Up Doll. The One Warrior Nation. There was fog. There was trap doors. <laughs> Horace Hogan showed up. Everything about it was just fucking
0: trash. Absolutely unintelligible promos. What most people what thing, most people call only the worst thing that ever was What most people call the worst main event in pro wrestling history. on Oh, the worst wrestling match ever. I don't know if it's the worst wrestling match ever. I've seen some... Who was that fat guy that you talked about? Great Antonio. Yeah. (laughs) Warrior? Hogan?
2: Worse than that. (laughs) And, like, the only thing that ever came out of that was Jim Hellwig doing the only good joke he ever had in his life other than the what do Bobby Heenan and um, the Liberty Bell and the Liberty Bell having kind of One one's cracked, cracked and the other's a ding dong, dong. <laughs> that's a funny joke but the second funniest thing he ever said was when Hogan was out there with the disciple and he was like who's that your barber that was funny after right. that, the yeah. whole thing went off the fucking rails and it's was fucking trash. And I'm glad that that angle killed him.
0: <sighs> How many you got left? What's next? One more. Okay.
2: Nobody else has anything to do or anything to say about Nah, I pretty much covered it. Oh, good, 98? I pretty much covered it. Okay, I'm sorry I rambled a little bit. The last thing on my list is an angle that went for an entire year, and it was terrible, and that is the Dungeon of Doom. Oof. Yep, it's
1: on my list. Got any more, brother? Oh, goddamn, was it fucking horrible.
0: Hey, Aaron. All I can tell you about the dungeon of doom angle is nobody said life was gonna be
2: easy
0: we brought you some posies (laughs) they've expired expired. that angle other than that thing (laughs) that angle was fucking terrible like Hogan going into the dungeon those segments
2: See, like when I put it on my list, I even tried to um put it into a rational mind of maybe it was what put the seeds into like the broken universe. Mm-mm. But it's not even that. No. See, the you the know, broken I mean, that the... was like like that was crazy good. The Dungeon of Dude the Dungeon of Dude.
3: The Dungeon <laughs> of Doom
2: <Fume. laughs>
0: was fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. I mean, he no. got, you know, uh, the the funniest thing about it to me was like, uh, and this is funny, but it's also fucking terrible. Like, first of all, like, people would just, sh- it was like the Muppets. Like, people would just show up at the Dungeon of Doom, you know, like, oh, look, it's, it's Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. <laughs> What well, and what's Like, well, look, it's the son hey, of Andre. The, yeah, where the fuck are they? How do they know where it's at? <laughs> and then that one, there was a clash of champions or something where Hogan did a promo in the ring and said he was going to the Dungeon of Doom, and like twenty five minutes later, he's in the Dungeon of Doom. It's like, what is it in Sarasota? What the <laughs> fuck is
3: this shit? This is so stupid. <laughs>
0: oh
1: god it's the, the famous, worst
0: uh, <laughs> it's just the shits
1: of course the famous fucking on or fucking giant goes flying off the top of the fucking the hall. <laughs>
0: yeah and poor vader poor vader had to have his face turned in the dungeon of doom
1: oh god oh, so fun. and then they had the fucking yeti come out and hump fucking hogan <laughs> Nobody said life
0: nobody said life was gonna be easy. Oh, no, it
3: definitely
1: wasn't.
0: <laughs> like yeah your booty. <laughs> You're gonna get dry humped by a mummy.
2: <laughs> and then these guys showed up. <sighs> <What's happening? laughs>
1: That's the fucking remnants of fucking Brutus Beefcake's fucking wrestling career. <laughs> <duns> <laughs> <laughs> all right, so
2: <laughs> I don't know why Fred Rockham. <laughs> because
0: I brought up the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, and it's
2: gonna keep going.
3: Kyle. Yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> We're gonna take Sorry. our break. <laughs> it's all right. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna take our break, and when we come back. How many did Aaron knock off of your list? Uh,
1: one, two, three,
0: four. Four. He only knocked two off Eight. of mine.
1: Some more. So, I'm pretty excited.
0: All right. Well, when we come back, we will have Kyle's top ten worst angles of all the times. All the times, yes. Right here on the Weekend can Wrestle podcast. We'll be back right after this. The
2: Muppets.
1: <laughs> I can't make it out. seems like it's all around us. Can't you hear it? Like what you mean? Yeah, that's it, that's it.
0: Welcome back, wrestling fans of the We Can't Wrestle podcast, top ten edition. We're talking about okay. worst <laughs> angles of all time on this edition of the show. And Kyle, it is your turn. Aaron, okay. you... no, go ahead. I was,
2: was going to say something mm-hmm. like before when we were talking about the um, um, current product or mm-hmm. whatever,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I told you guys I was going to talk about something. I don't know if you guys have bought and. Obviously, they haven't paid for, like, sponsorship because we only have, like, 27 listeners. But um, the WWE 2K series has been terrible for, like, the longest time, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. 2K19 is fucking amazing. I have not got it yet. It is great. You should buy it must check and that out. It looks amazing. For the it record, plays amazing.
0: Huh? For the record. <clears throat> we have more more listeners than we're probably at <laughs> for glory. <laughs> <laughs> we have 521 listeners, so Okay.
2: Oh
1: wow. Hell
2: yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying this game mm-hmm. it, it looks amazing. It plays amazing. And <clears throat> When you start out, you're like this guy and you're working for a fledgling company and you're basically living in a van.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And it has like a lot of insider jokes and everything. Right. And you are working for a company called BCW. BCW. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, And you're working for the shadiest fuck promoter.
0: Paul Heyman?
2: That, it's not Paul Heyman. <laughs> they, don't, they don't come out and say it. But you're working for the shadiest fuck promoter for BCW and BCW has a connection to Triple H. And every time this promoter for BCW is around Triple H, he's just like ugh. Here comes this guy again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead Whoever's list is next I'm just saying, this 2K19 game Is super fun
0: Kyle, worst angles Of all time Alright And Aaron, Aaron eliminated some from your list Which ones were those?
1: Uh, the Kane, well Katie Vick mm-hmm. Road Warrior Hawks Addiction yeah. mm-hmm. Addiction Issues Dungeon of Doom. Mm -hmm. And then I already talked about the Cana Lita Snisky pregnancy because that kind of went hand in hand with Terry. Yes.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: All right. All right. So the first one we're going to start with is Boss Man Kills Pepper and Feeds (laughs) It to Al Snow. (laughs) That's funny.
0: All right. So.
1: No, well, hang on. Because then it leads to the fucking Kennel from Hell. Oof. Where all it was, was, dogs running around shitting on the goddamn floor.
0: <laughs> it does. It does lead to some terrible stuff, like. It, and the only reason that that it, it, I'm going to justify here, I guess, I'm playing justifying. I'm enabling this terrible shit. The only There's reason. Man, one of my favorite heels ever. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Is the only reason There's that no redeemable qualities. What. At all. The only reason that that stuff gets a pass for me is because of that, like Aaron just said. In that era, Bossman was one of the few guys that was actually playing a true heel. And his character just was so unredeeming and fun to watch. But yeah, I mean, you look back on it in hindsight, the angle was garbage. It was
2: the stu- boss stupid. Bossman's
0: di- a nasty bastard.
1: Like I said, I mean, it just it's fucking ridiculous. The the fact is that he feeds his fucking dog to him. Like, come on, like that's, <laughs> like to me, it's lazy fucking writing. Like, and uh, you to know, that, to a match that, that fucking is stupid to begin with.
0: I don't know if you ever heard the story or not, but legend tells that that was that storyline was actually booked, um, based on a. Yeah, food, uh, um, Fuji. Uh, for, uh, Jimmy Snuka. Yeah, a rib that Mister Fuji actually real life played on. Um, Snuka. Jimmy
1: Snuka. Okay. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> dog. Why would you fucking kill a dog just to? Ugh. Like dogs do nothing wrong to people. It's like fucking cats and dogs. Leave them alone. <laughs> Don't fuck with cats and dogs. Like, there's fucking a lot of people that I hate. I fucking don't hate the cats or dogs, so. Right. I don't know. That's me, though. I thought it was fucking. Maybe
2: that's why Snuggle was so messed up, because in his stomach, cats and dogs living together. <laughs>
1: Is that why he killed that woman? Just cats and dogs living together? No, that's the drugs. <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: All right, who's next?
1: All right. So next, we've got. Stone Cold Steve Austin joins the alliance. I liked that. The whole fact that Steve Austin is a heel turn was even worse to me than uh, fucking Goldberg turning heel and shit. Because it's it's Steve I, Austin and I, Steve Austin heel was fun as fuck. And I'll give you that, that him being <laughs> yeah. a heel is fun as fuck, but. Then the fact is that they want the old Stone Cold, and then he comes out and joins WCW, the company that fired him. <laughs> the whole fucking thing was stupid. The whole alliance thing was stupid because
2: you well, didn't. Well, then say the alliance, not Steve Austin being healed, because Steve Austin being healed was
1: fun. Well, that's why I have on here him join the alliance. When beneath
2: my ring, horrible. all of it.
1: It was fun.
2: No, and
1: it was sick. We, we, got, we got what out of it? <sighs> As... Yeah, fucking thank you, Steve Austin. Now that nobody can fucking say anything without everyone going, what? I uh,
0: didn't I didn't mind Stone Cold turning heel. Uh, cause I, so I'm of two minds on this, because I didn't mind heel Stone Cold at that time, but... I see where Kyle's coming from in that it was, it was stupid to have Austin join the alliance. It wasn't stupid to have Austin turn heel at WrestleMania seventeen, but it was stupid for Austin to join the
1: alliance.
0: Um,
1: okay, I'll give you that because you uh, have. I, I'm not gonna. Okay, sorry. I mean, you have people who are tuning in watching some, wrestling again because WCW is there. Some great, all of a sudden, yours fucking stone cold. Some great stuff. Like
0: what? Some great stuff did turn did come up from Austin turning heel, but it was kind of before the alliance thing. Like oh, the, Aust- the well, the Austin Angle stuff. You know, with yeah, the with, so, okay, yeah, or, or Austin hitting McMahon in the head with that guitar, yeah, and stuff like that.
2: So don't don't really say, okay, the alliance. The stupid.
0: Yeah, Austin and the Alliance was dumb.
1: Yeah. Austin heel was good. That heel turn of Austin turning heel and joining the Alliance was stupid. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, because you had this weird thing where at WrestleMania 17, Austin turns heel and sides with Mr. McMahon, but because of the...
2: Who's wearing um, water wings? Because (laughs) of... wearing water wings?
0: Because of of the Alliance storyline, McMahon and Austin kind of... For like a couple of weeks, slide back to face, and then Austin turns heel on McMahon, and that's where it went south. So, anyway, yes, I see what you're saying
1: on that. <clears throat> All right. Anything else?
3: Mm-mm.
1: All right. David Arquette wins the world title. Boof. Fucking a horrible fucking thing.
0: And it's it's another one of those things where it's the angle itself not the performer. And I'm going to say this because, and I don't say a lot of positive things about WCW after like 98. David Arquette in and of himself is one of the better wrestling celebrities because he really did like wrestling. And everything and, I learned. And he really did respect the business.
2: And everything that I've read for more than just a couple of guys he he didn't cash in any of that. Like he donated that oh, yeah. to, to Brian Pillman and a couple other and Louis Facoli's family.
0: Yeah. But so, the the and him being the inv- idea
2: of him being the champion was fucking retarded.
0: Him being involved.
2: Shouldn't say that word, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, whatever. Fuck PC. Anyway it was muscular dystrophy. <laughs> that- him being him him being involved in wrestling was not a bad thing, but there was no, there was no justification for putting the championship on David Arquette. No matter what Vince Russo would ever say about what well, we were on the cover of USA Today, yeah, but you were on the cover of USA Today essentially as fucking
1: clowns. Yep, so, it's a fucking it's a it's a joke to them. It was a slap. It, just...
0: it was a slap in the face of anybody that ever held that title.
1: Well, and then it immediately made it worthless because it's like David Arquette wins it. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's the reason why you watch wrestling because these are people that.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's, that's why I wanted to clarify that I didn't have any problem with David Arquette being with the business because for what he did when he was there, David Arquette in and of himself was not bad. No, you, know, you know what and, I'm saying,
1: like no, and celebrities have always been a part of pro wrestling. Yeah,
0: and he didn't do a bad job, you know. But it's not the same thing. But it would be like Kevin Kevin Federline, or I was gonna say Andy Kaufman. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's
2: not it's not anywhere near on the level because Andy Kaufman was Andy Kaufman's the greatest wrestling celebrity of all time, or you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like. Celebrity interaction with wrestling all of all time, but it, it's not any different, you know. Right. Having him involved in it, but Andy Kaufman never won.
0: Yeah, and he never, he especially I never mean, won the World title. I mean, title. he
2: won, but he didn't win.
3: You mm-hmm. know what
2: I mean? Like, that guy was never, never, like, triumphant over Jerry Lawler.
3: Right. If he was
2: triumphant over Jerry Lawler, it was because, like, Austin, I, I'm, yeah, shouldn't no. say but it was because there was some outside wrestling. Well, person he, being-
0: and even even David Arquette didn't win because he won because of his skill. He won because of chicanery. The whole issue is you've put the world championship, your title, yeah. on this guy, and yeah, it was just hot garbage.
2: And from everything I've read, and I'm not saying it's not a terrible angle, Kyle. You're right; it was horrible. Even David Arquette was like oh, <laughs> you guys shouldn't do this. And I still did it anyway. It was fucking shit. Vince yeah. show should be shot in space.
1: <laughs> I agree with you. Fucking horrible. All right.
0: Bro, we got to have Playboy and Midgets on the moon. All right, go ahead.
1: All right, so... I would dig that angle. <laughs> so before... Steve Austin got ran over by a fucking <laughs> car and WCW. We had a white Hummer that took out Kevin Nash. Ugh. And <clears throat> the thing about it was basically macho man had Nash trapped in a limo. And then they what had a Hummer. That, that was like fucking <laughs> June of 1999. And. At least with. I was going to. White Hummer
2: taking out Kevin Nash. I thought that might have been Jim Barnett. But he died in 2004. So wasn't before that.
1: But at least with the Austin Rainer, we got the payoff. WCW went out of business and it was never disclosed who drove the fucking Hummer.
0: and the worst thing about it was they would just like have these random moments on Nitro where they just show the parking lot and there's a Hummer parked and it's like what yeah the, what the fuck it was, it was
2: it was it was rear rear view mirror sting like every time somebody got ran over it would be stings like white face paint in the rear view mirror.
1: And that would have been fine if they explained it, like, "Oh, this is somebody dressed this thing," or if it's. Well, fucking... I really think it was meatloaf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because he was like trying to tell you that angles in the rearview mirror appear closer than they are.
0: <laughs> there was just uh,
2: bitch tits running over everybody.
0: <laughs> that would have been much more satisfying than the actual angle.
1: But yeah, it's sad. It's like you, <laughs> the people they just they, they didn't Speaking even try. Of which, I'm sorry,
0: I'm not they trying like, to.
2: The only thing we don't talk about the nitro angles are nitro angles.
1: <clears throat> it just it okay. fucking it blows me away but because people fucking it's like how in the world can you sit there and do that where you're like, yeah, I got hit by a Hummer. Who drove it? <laughs> fucking no
2: <laughs>
1: Christ.
2: The only one handing out more hummers than this is Sonny. Oh
1: Jesus. Alright. Next got two left. Oh, let's go back to fucking early nineties and Jim Ross coming out and announcing he's bringing back Razor and Diesel.
0: Uh the new Razor and the new diesel. That went that, over That's gotta that, be... That's gotta
2: be Kane. That's gotta be Kane.
0: It's... Like. It was, um... Alright. <clears throat> that angle... Was essentially... Real life garbage playing out on television... There was just lawsuits. Yeah, it was Vince McMahon saying, "Well, I own Razor Ramon and Diesel, so I can just put these gimmicks on whoever I want to, and you know, and and I can
2: put it on a talented guy and a floppy guy."
0: Because <laughs> I'll be honest with you, the the promo that Jim Ross cut. Heading into introducing those guys is one of the best shoot promos ever in wrestling. And it's one of the best shoot angles ever in wrestling. If it would have been left at, I'm Jim Ross, this is my story, and then he would have maybe managed just two heels. You know, I mean, and, and, and I know they were with Cornette or whatever, but I'm just using it as an example. If he would have just become the manager for Owen Hart and Davy Boy Smith and did like the whole thing. Remember in WCW when the Dangerous Alliance first started, it was Paul Heyman saying, WCW fucked me over, so I'm going to fuck over WCW by destroying your heroes. Okay? Yeah. If they would have just let JR cut that promo and then let him manage a couple of, like, a, a stable of heel wrestlers to, quote-unquote, destroy Vince McMahon's heroes or destroy the WWF's heroes. I'm going to eat the WWF from a from inside. I'm going to eat it alive from inside. That could have been really cool. But then they fucked it over by, by bringing uh, two guys dressed as old gimmicks. <laughs> Rick Wagner looked
2: like how Scott Hall should have looked in the
0: Scott Hall's a drunk <laughs> And Glenn Jacobs is one of the best big men of all time, but he looks stupid as diesel. He yeah, had that like coming to America
2: Jerry Curl <laughs>
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, does that make, what I said about JR's promo make sense to you, Kyle? Like, if it would have not been a fake Razor and a fake Diesel, it could have been really cool. Right. Especially, it, for, Especially for that time, you know.
2: Like, it would have been cool. Excuse me. And this might sound like that would have been, and they brought him in later. But that would have been a cool time. If JR could have been like what you're doing I what you're doing sucks and this, that and the other thing and now I'm gonna bring to you I'm gonna bring in Dan Severn
0: and Steve Williams. Or that or even <clears throat> even if you take talent that they had at the time Austin and Pillman.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it would have been these guys that, like, we're gonna we're gonna upset the apple cart or whatever. Mm-hmm. So but anyway, yeah, fake, fake
1: razor and fake diesel is stupid. As fuck.
0: I know. I took your uh, I took your point and like totally went off base with it. No, no, no,
1: no, no. that's why It, it just it's it, again it's that whole. Like oh we're gonna promise you one thing and then deliver, deliver you something another. else yeah and it just, uh, it just... <laughs> why have they ever thought that it ever work I have no they didn't at go. that
0: time at that time Vince was just he felt I think he felt backed against the wall he had not had to deal with we're anything like that before peril. he was <laughs> but I think the angle was just a result of Vince in panic mode like.
2: Like, fake Diesel? fake Diesel kind of looked like regular Diesel. <laughs> uh, Rick Bogner? Yeah. He looked like... He looked, he looked like... like he, he looked
0: like
2: a, like like a guy that, a, g- that would... He looked a guy on like, a, like g- a Greek nude beach.
0: He looked like a guy that would be on an indie show wrestling as Raisin Ramen. You know, just...
2: No, he he looked like a guy that would be on like a nasty nude Greek beach. <laughs> that smelled of Stetson.
1: <laughs> oh fuck. Alright. So last but not least. Last
0: on our journey.
1: And I'm sure you guys may agree with me, you may not agree with me. I but to me. Everything that fucking led up to this, the storylines after this, everything, fucking stupid. Vince McMahon mm-hmm. gets blown up in his limousine. Everything that led up to that was amazing.
2: <laughs> everything that led up to that was everything that was <clears throat> bad to happen to Vince, and he was going to kill his character,
1: and all of that was great. See, here's the problem. Okay, because now I understand that you know things changed and everything else and that originally it was supposed to be Mr. Kennedy as the illegitimate son, but I'm fucking taking points away because you're telling me that the only thing that these fucking writers could come up with is fucking Hornswoggle no, as his
2: fucking no, son? No.
1: no, hey, hey,
2: what I'm saying is, is I'm going to go... With that, Vince was going to kill himself off, correct? And Nate, are you listening?
0: Yeah, the the ultimate.
3: <clears throat>
0: this was the, ulti, the ultimate end that game.
2: Gonna, Nate, let me keep. Go ahead. Vince, Vince was going to kill himself off. And then all the unfortunate shit happened right after that. Okay? So everything that led up to it was Vince McMahon was going to blow his character up and be gone. That's how the Vince McMahon character was going to end, that he survived everything. He survived the 80s, he survived the steroid trial, he survived this, he survived that, he survived Steve Austin, and then he was going to shut the door, and he was going to blow up, and in Vince McMahon's mind, he was dead.
1: But he, but he wasn't, because he was going to come back later. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was going to come back, and he was going to explain that he did it to get control of the company. And that it was going to be Linda that did it, that blew it up. And it just, it fucking was dumb. The whole thing was not Because as much as you can Remember say about pro wrestling. whatever what, what Everything I've read and understood
2: was that was going to be the end of the Biz McMahon character. And then the horrible Benoit stuff happened, so they had to they had to micromanage that and get away from it. But the, see the thing is became involved.
1: As much as, as much as you could say about any of the other fucking <laughs> any of the other storylines or fucking angles that we've talked about, at least it wasn't fucking murder. At least it wasn't someone getting blown up. At I that point, to you want amazing. No, it wasn't because you talk about suspending your disbelief. That's the kind of shit right there that fucking people are like, "Oh, look at this fucking hokey wrestling shit!" Fucking, he blew him, Vince McMahon blew himself up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was so
1: fun. Overall, no, oh. and then and then and then Over- they had the, nah, the, the come on. to oh. sit there and say. Oh, fans were calling nine one one. People didn't want to leave the arena. Fuck you! it's oh,
2: so funny. Oh. <laughs> oh,
1: it's fucking. It's Lace. horrible. It's fucking. <laughs> it's lazy writing, is what it is.
2: When he slams that door and that limo blows up.
1: <laughs> don't get me wrong. It was a great looking stunt. I fucking don't know how they did it, but. Because, I mean, there's no cuts or anything. It's so funny. (laughs) But, like, really, this is where we're headed now, guys? Is that fucking Vince McMahon... There's a murderer in fucking... Let's think about it. It's like, now there's a murderer somewhere in the roster. Someone killed Vince. And
0: And it was Paul London, yeah.
1: (laughs) Paul blew him up. (laughs) And now... And now, there's going to be investigations of <laughs> all the wrestlers to find out who wanted Vince dead the most. The yeah. only thing, the only fucking thing all that would have been things. worse than that was they <laughs> talked about the fact that to explain Stephanie's pregnant was that Vince was going to be the one that impregnated her.
3: Yeah,
1: That's the only thing that would have been fucking worse. Yeah. But Vince this blowing is
2: up is
1: funny. It might be funny, but it's still fucking a stupid storyline. And you time.
0: know, to be honest with you, the only way you could have con- the only way you could have done that storyline and had it come to a po- what I want to say a somewhat satisfactory conclusion is that if the person that blew up Vince McMahon was <laughs> Stone Cold. Like, that's the only way you could you could be like, well, there it is. You know, the greatest story in wrestling ever told. <laughs> and it, it ends with Stone Cold blowing up Vince McMahon in his limousine. <laughs> that's the only way it ever could have ended satisfactorily. Instead, it was garbage.
2: <laughs> Did you hear what you just said? Yes. Blowing up yeah,
0: <laughs> if they would have done that, then I would have been like, you know what? All right, fine. <laughs> I finally got rid of this, son bitch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but the fact is that they, everything they did, everything they did. Just blow up in the sky and like
2: Steve's just flipping them off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But see, and that's the thing about it, because it spawned fucking Hornswoggle being the son, because, you know, because if Benoit...
0: That's, but ben wa- that's Benoit's fault. fault. <laughs> but, but
1: no, but see, that's the it's thing, though. Benoit's if, fault. But if Benoit hadn't fucking done it, they still would have done the illeg- illegitimate son. No, that, was, that was the fucking be-all, end-all. That was the payoff, is that you were going to oh, fight... Oh, it was.
2: It was done. It's... They had to pivot.
1: Yes, it was. They
2: had to turn it into like stupid midget people because I, some horrible they, shit
1: happened. They were going to launch an investigation. Never. I
2: see that if it wouldn't have like <laughs> Patterson and Briscoe would have had like a urn, they a fence in it and all that shit
1: the wrestlers, wrestlers have talked about the fact they had fucking funeral arrangements they had a fucking casket with Vince's body in it ready to go for that fucking memorial raw of fucking Vince McMahon died well Jeez. that's
2: what I'm saying and it wasn't going to be Hornswoggle
1: being I, his, I understand it wasn't going to be Hornswoggle but the fact is that they were still going to do the Ill- illegitimate son and Mr. Kennedy still would have fucked up and you're telling me that
0: yeah, the ultimate story was going to be something to the effect of Vince died. Then they were going to get into some shit with his will, and then there was going to be an illegitimate son that reared French his wasn't head. Wasn't going to be a leprechaun. No, no, it and, was then, supposed to be Kennedy, and then and but... then at the at the end of the whole thing, at the end of the whole thing, and this is this comes from I, I listened to an interview with one of the writers. I think it was that Matt Eck guy or whatever. But anyway, it doesn't matter. You're going to do this uh, illegitimate son who comes forward. He's part of the will. He's going to inherit the WWE. And then the end of the whole thing was going to be that Vince McMahon faked his death as a vanity project. Right. To see. So he
1: he was coming back.
0: Yes. To essentially say, well, you missed me while I was gone. Now I'm back. Now you can't boo me anymore because you proved that you missed me. That was essentially the whole story. But this was going to play out over like a year. I would have preferred
2: zombie vents. <laughs> Pal. Well, well, you know, zombies are big now, guys. <clears throat> because you know what he likes, right?
3: Brains.
0: <laughs> On that note, we're going to take Brains. a break. On that note, we're going to take a break. Rains one two three Those four. Guys,
1: five, so six, joke. I didn't knock any off your list, did I, Nate?
0: No, I still have eight.
1: Oh, oh this, this is gonna be good. Gotta give me that joke. Which one, Rains?
0: I did. I played it up hardcore.
1: So I'm excited because, <laughs> goddamn, God we just went through all this bullshit that we've talked about so far, and still Nate has eight. So, we're going to be fucking scraping the bottom of the barrel here.
0: Nate has eight, and they are bad. (laughs)
1: This has got to be fucking
2: horrible.
0: So, we'll take a quick.
2: I got about an hour.
0: We'll take a quick shit break, or whatever you want to call it, and we'll be back with more of the We Can't Wrestle podcast right after this. Well, welcome back That's to the, the Weekend we Wrestle Podcast. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know what we're talking about during the breaks, you're not going to know. You're just going to hear Aaron say something about a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the Weekend Wrestle Podcast on I've Pod, Podbean, Pod Stitcher, any other place you can download your favorite wrestling podcasts. And Let's don't...
1: solve this right now. I'm sorry, but is it gay if you get head from another dude? I don't think Depends so. Make eye contact, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're gay if you suck the dick, but getting it, I mean, fuck, just close your eyes and
0: I hope he's got
1: false teeth. <laughs> I don't. Know. Well, anyway, well, no, I just <laughs> fuck. I mean, you're just it's just the you're just getting it. I mean, it's not.
0: Uh, I love that this was in my plugs segment.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's the conversation that Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels had once, probably.
0: And don't forget to like and share our apparently naughty-ass Facebook page. (laughs) And also check out the Motley Soup podcast and MotleySoup.com. Now, top ten this week is Worst Angles. We've gone through quite a few of the shittiest shit in the history of pro wrestling and now I'm gonna present you eight more to prove oh, to what? you to prove to you that we all really kinda of like a kind of crappy form of entertainment. <laughs> the first on my list is an all encompassing thing. It lasted many years and it started mm, what, twenty eleven and probably went through at I least was- I and thought the, you
3: were
2: going
0: like, to say 2002, and you are like, TNA. At least the end of 2012, you have the celebrity, guest general managers, and then the anonymous oh, Raw god. general manager.
1: Oh my god. The only fucking good Did thing that ever came from the anonymous Raw GM was when Edge speared it.
0: <laughs> it was all garbage.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. And that was this that was like the the be the when they started doing the celebrity general managers, that was the beginning to me of the fall to where we are now in WWE.
1: Yeah, because they try to treat it like Saturday Night Live. And yeah. it's like but bring it up again. There was Jeremy Piven. And... Yes.
0: And, and not to mention going back to the Dungeon of Doom, we actually had <laughs> not to mention, going back to the Dungeon of Doom, we actually had the Muppets
3: <laughs>
0: on Monday Night Raw. Seamus <laughs> and Beaker. Need, oh need I God. say more? Seamus and Beaker was fun. Yeah, but it's fucking garbage when it comes to the narrative of professional wrestling.
2: Well, I know it is, but that was fun. <laughs> and then Bob Barker and Chris Jericho. And that I'm not
0: saying. Yeah, I'm not saying there weren't moments that could have been fun. But the, fucking
1: Chris Jericho coming out with a name badge on. Yeah. He's fucking got no shirt on. <laughs> Mark
2: Jericho was fun.
0: There was funny stuff that came out of it, but overall it was trash.
1: Pick that up before I take you to my knee.
3: <laughs>
0: Next Three Syllables. It was a great movie series. Well, the first two were good. But need I say more? <laughs> Need I say more when I say RoboCop?
1: Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, was, I forgot about that. Was
0: what'd you say, Aaron? That was pretty bad because <laughs> yeah, that much. yeah, that was fucking stupid.
2: <laughs> when you said three syllables, I said Schindler's List. <laughs> but you went with RoboCop. And that was cool.
0: Yeah, RoboCop. Bad. Robocop comes to WCW to help sting against the four horsemen on the Great American Bash, I think. Or no, it's Capital Combat. Capital Combat yeah. ninety, right?
2: Yeah. because they couldn't hire a boss, man.
0: And Robo <laughs> Robocop comes out and breaks the door off a cage and
1: Which it's fucking the door is you could tell it's fucking rigged.
0: Well, and then just him, him and walking. It
1: wasn't, even, it wasn't even Peter. It wasn't even
0: Peter Weller. <laughs> no, it was fucking probably Al Perez or something. But it was it was terrible. No, he done the job. Like to me, that's probably uh, one of the most. You know, you got bad gimmicks, and you have unbelievable gimmicks. It's like that one, and I didn't put this one on my list, but I can kind of group it in with that one. It's like RoboCop the Robocop thing is like the Rick Steiner Chucky thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that it's just it's just so it's so stupid and unbelievable, it's not even it's it's almost not funny. It's it's embarrassing to be no, able. it's
1: like do you remember when Chucky showed up on fucking Nitro? Yeah, that's what I was just
0: saying. Rick Steiner Rick and Chucky. To,
1: uh you cut out for there for a minute, mm. so
0: Sorry, but yeah, that's what I like. it. It it was
1: almost
2: like when Ubitude showed up and not
1: the WWE. Hey, I'm not the only one that didn't fucking remember that, so... (laughs) But, uh... Or what about fucking embarrassing shit like that? Let's talk about the fucking Chamber of Horrors. Fucking on live TV, you see the fucking... The on-off switch fall down.
0: <laughs> yeah, Abdullah the butcher uh, with fireworks around him.
1: God damn! They
0: and then when he—I mean money. when it, when the whole thing's done—he just looked like he just had a good meal. You know, <laughs> that's how Abby looks after a good meal—just fat, slovenly, I after a good meal, slobbering all over himself.
2: Yeah, it's—I like got a—I'll shit here in a minute. <clears throat>
0: The next one isn't a bad angle because it's ridiculous. It's a bad angle because of the way it was done. And it's almost like what Aaron was talking about with the NWO and the WWE. And that is, I guess I'd say, one of the worst fuck-ups. It's it's one of the worst angles because it's one of the worst wasted fuck-ups in WWE history. And that is the Nexus angle.
1: Yeah, it was pretty fucking bad.
0: That thing started so good. Yeah and of,
2: sorry and, and speaking, of, speaking of peter weller
0: which we weren't but go ahead <laughs>
2: Because we were talking about robocop
0: yeah, all right i didn't know there was anything other than robocop for peter weller
2: did you ever watch a show called longmire
0: no anyway it's this it's
2: this really cool show and it's basically a um detective show i hear you clearing your voice and i'm sorry i'm
0: no that was because of my snack
2: (laughs) anyway long is a really good show it's on netflix you should watch it it's big it's big that basically a cop show but it's set in wyoming Mm -hmm. and peter weller is a um former sheriff on it, and now Longmire's a new sheriff. (laughs) And, um, because Nate, you like Justified, yeah? correct? Yeah. Then you'd love Longmire, you should watch it. But Peter Weller's on there, and he played Robocop, in case you didn't know. But he plays the old sheriff, and they have, like, an episode where Longmire, who is the new sheriff, and Peter, Peter Weller, who plays the old sheriff, have the shootout with people, and when Peter Weller goes to put his gun back in his holster,
0: He does it he Robocop
2: style? He, he, broke, he Robocops that shit. <laughs> fucking amazing. And and if you're not paying attention to it, you don't see it, but he, he Robocops that well, shit. Well, I'm
0: sure it's it is amazing, cool. but that Robocop angle wasn't.
2: <laughs> but Peter Weller, fucking cowboy in that shit
0: back into a soldier it was pimp as fuck and i
2: was
3: like yeah go ahead
0: sorry can we agree that nexus is one of the it's one of the worst angles ever because it's one of the worst wasted angles ever yes the beginning
2: of it was great yes the beginning of it was down the arena when they choked out justin roberts all that shit was fantastic
0: and then they get beaten a 10-man tag match in their first main event at SummerSlam like what the fuck and then John Cena gets the upper hand over them the entire time of the feud it's just so badly booked like
2: the the biggest the biggest regret i have out of all of that is Wade Barrett
0: Wait, yeah, oh yeah, Wade Barrett should have been. The bra- He's the most wasted talent
2: out of all of that.
0: Wade Barrett, Wade Barrett should have been a world champion. And that 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 angle could have gone on for a year and a half. And every single one of those Nexus guys. I mean, other than Tarver.
2: <laughs> oh, no, Tarver should have been something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd and, say
2: out of all those guys, the only one that I was just like, "eh," is Otunga.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But, but he
2: c- Wade, he he could. Barrett should still be in the WWE.
0: Otunga could have even Otunga could have even done something eventually with. I mean, at least with his look, you know. Like he he has he has the look of a pro wrestler. Um, but yeah, I just like that that entire feud was such it it was. It was born of greatness and just so disenchanting by the end of it, and it was just so bad. Yeah, the heels never got any Punk heat.
2: not even save it. What? CM Punk. Oh yeah, he no,
0: it. no. And by that time, say here's uh Bray Wyatt without a beard and Batista with hair. <laughs> it was so bad. All right. Anything else on the only th- thing that uh, it's not
2: even the only thing. It's funny cuz I don't even remember what wrestler it was. But he was out like it was a Bobby Heenan joke and somebody was out there working in Gorilla Monsoon it was like he's from Wales and Bobby Heenan was like yeah and the other guy he's from he's from people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, that,
0: yeah. Did you have anything else on the nexus, Kyle? No. Nope. Next on my list of worst angles ever.
2: I really liked how how it when I don't shave my head, I like how <laughs> it makes my hair feel. <laughs> Except, accepted? <laughs> it's not quite it's not quite Michael Landon, but it it
3: flows and what the fuck? <laughs>
2: ne- Nexus.
0: <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! What? Woo, you reached for God. that one. I'm I'm trying to find it here. You reached for that one. <laughs> huh? It's What's
3: it?
1: going off the
0: rails. It's hair care product. Woo!
3: <laughs> Nexus.
0: Oh, uh, that's that brings a whole new thing of, you know, wrestling stables based on hair care products. Dick Murdoch and his white rain.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, shit. All right. <laughs> OK.
0: All right. Next on my list, it involves a specific date on the calendar. And that date is five nineteen. Oh no! And we're talking about Kane five nineteen.
1: Oh no!
0: That was...
1: was that when he
2: raped Ron Conway or whatever. No,
0: fucking. That was when he was he would be in the ring wrestling or whatever, and then his visions would become apparent to us about <sighs> May nineteenth. Was his movie? Huh? Does
2: that yeah. have to do With his movie,
0: yeah. The whole May 19th thing. Yeah, and he put that
2: shirt over Rob Conway's... Was it Rob Conway?
0: Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember that... I don't remember that... It probably... It could have been. But it led to shit with Big Show. It led to shit with Shawn Michaels. And it was just fucking terrible. It was like we are supposed to believe... It was almost like... um, Hogan and Warrior was because he
2: was going to have to watch his own movie.
0: I yeah, mean, he was like, I don't want to do that. I'd rather murder Rob Conway. And watch <laughs> my own movie. So you got you got Kane with this. I mean, it's almost the equivalent of like Hogan and Warrior with the mirror, or I don't know. This it was terrible. <sighs> Poor Kane. Didn't that also lead to the fake cane shit, or was that a different thing? I was just saying? about
1: to ask you. No, it was.
2: It's all the same thing.
0: And it's all awful. Just that w-
2: awful. That
1: was that was Luke Gallows. Yeah. Where they dressed tell- as... You're telling me they couldn't have gotten a better fucking set of hair for fucking Luke Gallows? Looks <laughs> like he had a goddamn wig on from fucking Halloween.
0: It was just one of those things where, you know, you say... Okay, I'm willing to suspend my belief, but I'm not willing to suspend my belief to the fact that Kane's innermost thoughts are syncing up with your light show in the arena.
1: Well, yeah, it's like, it's like so, I'm willing to yeah. suspend my disbelief, but fucking meet me halfway, guys. <laughs> Come on, don't make it fucking hard for me.
0: I wouldn't have wanted to watch that movie either. <laughs> Alright, next on my list... A long angle, a terrible angle, Uh, an awkward angle. Boogie Woogie Man and Paul Jones. Oh, man, I wish I would have put that on my list. That angle went 12 years. And this one is from the worst year, in my opinion, in wrestling history, 1999. I'm talking about that garbage-ass corporate ministry.
1: Ugh.
2: Like God. Undertaker had people on his cell phone
0: plan. <laughs> I hate the corporate ministry. I hate it. I hate the corporate ministry. It's so stupid. <laughs> That's the only word I can think of for it. It's just stupid. It's stupid.
2: Yeah, like Undertaker like set Vince McMahon's Teddy Roxburn on fire. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> I just set my Teddy Raxman on fire. It was playing stand back. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a fact.
0: Please, please, please help me elaborate on the garbage that is the corporate ministry.
1: I just told you. Where can you fucking start? I mean... (laughs) It all starts with the Teddy Raxman. The only fucking redeemable quality is that when fucking Vince... Comes out as the higher power fucking is like, oh, son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, like, the only thing that is redeemable about it is that very second. Other than that, it's boring, and it's stupid. Yeah, actually,
2: I, I don't even say the son of a bitch thing. The thing that I think is the coolest out of all of it, honestly, is the one-time only that Vince McMahon and Steve Austin are genuinely, like, like, Vince's thank you and Steve Austin's, like, no problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, when he saves Stephanie. Yeah, that's the only thing that I thought was, like, really cool out of all of
0: it. And it turned out it was all just a fuck you anyway. Yeah, But,
2: but to me that's the only moment of it. Yeah. in my mind. Yeah, that's a good thing as like as a kid I thought, eh, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: it's a good and and then the story, when now that you know the whole story, it's a good moment for the Stone Cold character. But yeah. it's just yeah, the whole thing is just like, oh god, this is garbage.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like you're taking fucking uh Undertaker, you make him fucking satanic and and it just, again, it's like, was Undertaker, that needed?
2: Uh, like, Undertaker doesn't need 25 guys helping him.
1: No, yeah. To me, it ruined the Undertaker character. He didn't need fucking... He didn't need Midian.
0: As a matter of fact, the only person that actually came out smelling like roses in that whole angle was Triple H. That angle helped Triple H along. Yeah. But...
1: But it fucking look how many careers it did bury.
0: True that. Next on my litch litched litched, we're going to uh, two thousand and five, and it is Muhammad Hassan and the Undertaker with the terrorists. <sighs>
1: A big uh oh in wrestling history.
0: Yes. A big whoops. Whoopsie. <laughs> They never should have aired it. No! Like, they... Like, you... Okay, you taped Smackdown on Tuesday. The terrorist attack happened on Thursday. Your show airs on Friday. Just don't air the fucking thing. You bunch of fucking idiots. (laughs) I'm sorry. It just... Like, they're like, Oh, we apologize for what we've already recorded. You can't do that!
1: You can't sit there and say,
0: you can't, you can't say, okay, you know, if you, if they would have done it live on TV and then 20 minutes later, the terrorist attack would have happened and they would have said, we're sorry that we did this angle and then this attack happened and we're just going to scrap the whole thing. That would have been a different story. But you taped it on Tuesday, the attack happened on Thursday, and you still aired it on Friday, and you wonder why people are pissed? Like, what the fuck is your problem? Just don't air the goddamn thing. It wasn't that good to begin with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. (laughs) Like, I mean, it wasn't even good, so what?
2: There's times at work I just look at people that work for me, (laughs) and I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) and maybe i might not say it that way you know
3: mm-hmm.
2: i'm i'll i'm paraphrasing I'm, i i just might look at somebody and be like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> or it might come out like you know you have no common sense you are terrible at your job and you stop and then after I say it, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: the space between oh, your sorry. the space between your brains and your hands is obviously empty. You fucking idiot. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, you're a fucking idiot. And then I'll go, I'm sorry. You need to do better tomorrow.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> WWE didn't even get that. You know what I mean? Like, it was just so stupid. Like, if you've yeah. taped it, if you've taped it, why would you fucking air it and then apologize for it? I don't I don't I don't hold people accountable for something I wouldn't have again I wouldn't have held them accountable for it if they did it live. And then something happened. There's nothing they can do like about Bill that. Bill O'Reilly
2: Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it let's live. Do it live. <laughs> I'll just read it. We'll just write it then or Fuck it. <laughs> the, do it but the thing about the My favorite thing <laughs> Is on current affair <laughs>
0: Like it's that important
2: And you want to look at Bill O'Reilly And be like dude You're on a current affair Settle the
1: fuck down man Well fuck the greatest it. part about we'll that he. alive he's, <laughs> The greatest part about that is he's like <laughs> He's like, and hey, we'll leave you with the music thing and then you see him fucking throw the papers. And yeah, <laughs> the music is... was we'll do-it
3: live
2: <laughs> Oh fuck. Alright uh, any... that fucking Bill O'Reilly shit. Fuck it.
1: We'll just do it live. <laughs> Anything else just on
0: stop. the Hassan right on Taker my... debacle?
1: No, apparently from everything I've ever read about it, like he was hated. That apparently, according to Shane Helms, he fucking tried to buy everybody drinks Mm -hmm. at the bar to smooth shit over, and everyone stood up and poured him out.
0: Yeah, he was kind of on his way out anyway.
1: (laughs) Fucking Shane Helms, like, oh, that's not good.
0: (laughs) All right, so next, I got two more, and the next one is Claire Lynch.
1: Ugh. (laughs) It's like, fuck, it's like taking something covered in shit and fucking deep frying it.
0: Clara Lynch was terrible. You know what the uh, worst part about the Clara Lynch? Aaron, are you very familiar with the Clara Lynch angle?
2: I think that was that.
0: It was the one with AJ. I know you're not terribly familiar with TNA, so that's why I asked that. I wasn't trying to be like, you're stupid, you don't know what you're talking about. But I just I didn't I didn't know if you were very familiar with it at all.
2: She was like a trailer park girl or something that AJ she said.
0: Hooked up with. She well no. She didn't hook up with AJ. The whole thing was she said she hooked up with AJ and she got pregnant. And there were pictures of her and
2: him mm-hmm. and Dixie Carter together and
0: Well see, and the the worst thing about that one the 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 thing that made that one to me, the one, the thing that put that one over the top, other than the fact that it was just a stupid angle to begin with, because again, shit like that is stupid in wrestling for it to be a wrestling angle. But the thing that really put that one over the top for me as a stupid thing was when they had they had the match. I don't remember what it was this it AJ? Who was it? Kyle, was it AJ versus... Who did he fight? Chris Daniels?
1: Yeah, it was Chris Daniels and Kazarian.
0: Okay. And and the the stupidest thing about the whole stipulation was, if Daniels and Kazarian... If Daniels loses, Clara Lynch will admit that everything... Okay, listen to this. If Daniels loses, I'll admit that everything was false. But if AJ loses, he has to take financial responsibility or whatever. So she's saying, I faked it. And if Daniels wins, I'll admit it. Like, it was just so stupid. Move on. on. What's the next It didn't make any sense at all. It was just so bad.
2: And now he has a Clara
0: Lynch haircut. And now, well, no, and now he has gone somewhere where he has... That's his name is one of the best of all time. All
2: right, so last soccer mom haircut and gloves.
0: Yeah, but he's the best wrestler in the world, so that's okay.
1: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he is
0: the best wrestler in the world. Name me somebody better. Uh, Who's the best? Who's better than AJ Styles? Bell to Bell and a story. Yeah, now you're just being facetious. <laughs> Aaron, what? Don't act fucking annoyed. I said AJ Styles is the best wrestler in the world. You said eh? <laughs> so you had to back that shit up with something who's I'm better than him? He, I'm just saying he's one of. He's the best wrestler in the world right now. He's one of the best wrestlers. Yeah. He is the best wrestler in the world right now. Like Meltzer would say Okada, but I mean Meltzer probably is jerking off while Okada's wrestling. So that works for him. All right. I think Sensei Nakamura's fantastic. He is fantastic, but he's not better than AJ. He's not more consistent. He can't have a good match with everybody. Nakamura can't have a good match with everybody. AJ Styles can. AJ Styles hasn't had a bad match since he came to the WWE. Anyway, all right. So I'll get on with it. Hey, I do have a question, though. Okay.
2: Um, Is John Cena making a movie? Like, uh, I know he's making a movie in China. But is he making, like, a um, documentary about Mark Wahlberg? No, <laughs> it's just I...
0: You know what? And is when that I,
2: why he has that fucking haircut. And when
0: I saw his hair, I thought the same thing, the same so, is thing. He gonna,
2: is he gonna pop out behind a rock and be like, "I think I found a
1: transformer"? <laughs> <laughs> How's your mother? No, you know what's fucked up is isn't he fucking doing, um, like a bumblebee movie or something like that?
0: That's so, you know,
1: That's a transformer. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh that's funny. You see I thought that guy was making a fucking Mark Wahlberg mockumentary or
3: whatever.
0: <laughs> Peeled it. Yeah, oh yeah, when, when, when he came out at that that um
2: That was the funny thing Jason Powell did. Did you read Jason Powell's the new no. about that super show? No. He was like John Cena And his haircut Yeah <laughs> And then John Cena And his haircut Cut a promo <laughs> What's your shitty angle?
0: Oh, Alright It's the last one
2: Good Cause I gotta Cut out here in a minute
0: Oklahoma
1: Oh why like the, the fuck tweet? wasn't that on my list
2: it's about the Oklahoma play or Ed Ferrara Ed Ferrara yeah
3: like you, There's you, you no words you took see, you, you know, took, you, I, can't, you took you know I can't you took a
0: man's you took a man's disability.
2: You know why I can't wholeheartedly say it, though? Honestly? Mate. Why? I'm totally
0: honest. Mm -hmm. They did it in the WWE before. I know. Because they did it on a Sunday night heat. I understand that. But that's like... I'm trying to put this sensitively. If if you're doing... I'm, I'm saying that it's tasty. It is. But it's like, okay, if you're doing a... I'm going to use this as a real-life example. I was really good friends with a black guy in high school. And we did this practical joke with people where we acted like we were angry with each other. And we worked this all out together before we even started doing this, okay? And the whole the whole purpose of the whole thing was for me to eventually, as we were arguing, call him the N-word. And I said, so from the beginning of this whole thing, You really want me to say it? He said, dude, we can't do this right if you don't. And I was like, all right, you know I'm not comfortable with that word. But if we're playing this joke on people and we are who we are, I got to go wholeheartedly with this. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm calling you a motherfucking honky anyway. It doesn't matter. So we fake this whole argument in front of people. And he says honky and I say the N-word and we go into this room like we're going to fight. And we actually had people worried about what we were doing. That we were fighting, and and he was fucking bigger than me in black, so he was going to kick my ass. And then what we did was, as the payoff for the whole thing, I guess you'd say, is we came into the next room and he was holding me like a baby. And it was a whole big joke on everybody. But he was involved and I was involved, so the things we said to each other were implied that it was okay for the sake of entertainment for the sake of our practical joke and that is why what WWF did in 99 and what WCW did and or WWF did in 98 and WCW did in 99 are different because at least Jim Ross was involved with the angle
1: and Jim Ross could come back yes. and you know get his I well, guess that,
2: heat back that, or whatever that's fine and I feel like you're
0: ganging up a little bit no no, I was just I was defending why I put it on my list, knowing knowing that yes, it had happened before in the w w f but it was different because he was there and saying this is okay for the sake of entertainment that's that's fine I'm not saying it's any less tasteless
2: yeah, I mean it's not any different than Vince McMahon pulling Jim ross's own head out of his ass. No, I mean it's
0: different, but you know. Well, what I, I mean, mean that is different because, quite frankly, whatever that Jim Ross did have his head up his ass sometimes. Yeah. It wasn't making I'm fun just, of a disability, I'm but
1: well, and I, and again too, and I'm not trying no ganging up, but I'm just saying Oklahoma was stupid. I'm it getting, was stupid, <laughs> but yeah, let, let me put
2: it that way. It wasn't even funny. <laughs> it was like well, t- the thing it is, t- it, so it was me, like that's, that's what I'm going to say. Let me put it this way. Oklahoma and WCW was stupid.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was stupid. But, like, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't insensitive. Do you get know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it was a dumb angle because it extended longer than one night.
1: We well, didn't have one night
2: between because... matches. It was a stupid angle. But I think sometimes WWE glosses over the fact that they did it first. Does that make sense? What I'm saying?
0: Oh yeah, they always do everything in their own narrative now. Yeah. Oh no, I I totally see your point. But that's but, why that's why they, I took so like, long to like, make that other like, point. Mike
2: Hazel sit there and be like, "What they did to you? That they, they, that was disrespectful." But at the same time, he was sitting back there in the gorilla position going, go up there for our, make phone JR's disability. Yeah. They, they, you know what I mean? So, Oklahoma was stupid. It was a terrible angle. The fat, fuzzy motherfucker should have never been a cruiserweight champion. And the whole time he was a cruiserweight champion, he looked like a gumball covered in pubic hair. <laughs> Shouldn't have been on TV, so I'll give you guys that. But I don't want you guys to think that I'm gonna s- stand down from my point of view that the WWE was just as disrespectful and just distasteful as, as WCW
3: was.
1: And that's fine. But here's one thing I want to I want to say real quick. All right, is the be all end all is that you have the guy who is asking JR. Or you know, coming out there and making fun of Jr. Or asking, you know, is it okay, Jr.? It's the same guy who fucking pissed his pants on TV. It's the same guy that'll fucking get his. So it's kind of hard to fucking sit there and, you know, Ed Ferrara never fucking wanted to make himself look fucking stupid on TV. He, he, he just wanted to make he just wanted to fucking make fun of other people. He just but made Duckman. He, he made, duck man, he made so, himself look yeah.
0: stupid in life.
1: <laughs> at least with Vince, at least with Vince, is like he's gonna fucking take the worst of it, <clears throat> the worst of the butt of the joke. Absolutely. So that, that, to me, that that's that's the be, The difference is that yeah, we might make fun of your cerebral palsy, or your fucking. We might make fun of the fact that you're fucking injured. We might make fun of the fact that you're fucking heads up your ass. But hey, I was just on TV and well, I pissed my pants.
0: Well, and like yeah. I said. It makes a huge difference when the guy that is afflicted or the guy that has whatever it is that you're working into your angle going on with him is a part of it. It's a big difference than I work for a completely different company and here's here's my shitty shit.
1: Now it is it is distasteful, it is fucking stupid. But
0: it's distasteful and all that, but Now, that's the top ten. We had our uh, top ten worst angles of all time. I think it was a good show. I think it was a good... Everybody brought some good, good, nasty shit to the table. (laughs) (laughs) So now, Aaron. Who had nasty shit? It was all nasty. nasty. Crappy ass shit. All right. Aaron. Number. A number between one... And ten. Twelve. <laughs> Oof. You don't want to do that because if you, pick, if you pick twelve, I'm just going to pick whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> seven. Number seven. In, for next week's show, you get to review WCW Halloween Havoc 1989. All right. Kyle. Yes, sir. Aaron took one through ten. You get one through ten. He got seven, so you can't pick seven.
1: All right. Uh let's go with two.
0: Number two. Another WCW. WCW Super Brawl nineteen ninety seven. Okay. Super Brawl ninety seven. And then you guys get to pick for me. So who wants to pick my number?
2: Aaron, pick That's his poison. Hold well on, I have to watch Halloween Havoc
0: 1989.
3: 89.
2: Nate. Mm-hmm. Your number. would Be nice. Is. Five. You are not nice at all. <laughs> I've never been accused of being This like.
0: is the first time this has happened, actually. Every one of us got a WCW pay-per-view. Oh boy. Cause I have WC oh God. Ugh. I have WCW Super Brawl 01. Oh no. <laughs> no.
2: Is that revenge?
0: <laughs> yes yeah. it is. It's the last one, buddy. <laughs> oh no. You motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, no. Woo, Lord of mercy. All right. So there it is. Oh, no. (laughs) Every one of us has to review one of these pay-per-views for next week's show. Mine's
1: good. I might
0: resign. I might resign from my own podcast. Kyle's your new host.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing that's going to be fun about next week is you're going to have 19... I'm the host. I'm offended.
0: (laughs) You can't direct a show.
1: (laughs) kidding me
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're the entertainment my friend
1: um so I here could... I almost said I could get direct to show <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> but here's the fun thing about next week is that you're gonna see 1997 which is arguably the most popular year for WCW things are really on fire and then in just a few short years <laughs> how far they fall <laughs>
0: I think Aaron got a decent one. Eighty nine wasn't bad in WC. No,
1: absolutely not. But see, that's the thing, though. We're not following up. Halloween so I guess Havoc, ninety eighty nine with fucking two thousand. Right.
0: I guess this year or this time around, when we do the next show, we'll just do them in chronological order. Aaron, you can go first. I'll go, or Kyle, you go second, and I'll go last.
3: Right.
2: All right. All right. I'm in this small window of time I've realized that you're correct about what that I could not direct a show
0: <laughs> well I'm playing toot Tut tootsie right now
2: because I just scratched my back with a fork
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god I hope you're right as an itch later oh oh <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you're <boss? laughs> <laughs> alright Kyle
1: Yes, sir. Anything
0: to say, yeah. our listeners, before we sign off?
1: Oh man, I'm looking up. I'm looking up Super Bowl Revenge, and buddy, you got
0: goody goody.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. Uh-huh.
0: Anything to say to our listeners before we sign off?
2: Stay black.
0: alaikum.
2: Keep your unit on you.
0: All 521 of you, thank you.
2: Hey, that's something I was going to say. What? I was on a Facebook thread, and somebody said, Hey, I think they're trying to book Lashley as the new Brock Lesnar. And then I said, I am just imagining Paul Heyman going, Black (laughs)
3: Lesnar.
2: And I got
0: some laughs. Oh. (laughs) Not to mention, you know, you got your Jewish... And then I was on the the
2: same Facebook Facebook thread, and they posted a um, picture of a poster, and it had all these matches from the 80s, and it said Barry Horowitz versus Brady Boone.
0: uh, B-E-A-R... B-E-R-R-Y...
2: Yeah, and I put he's a Jewberry.
1: <sighs> I'm, I just looked up the card for Super Brawl from 1997. I'm kind of mad. <laughs> There's two dark matches that I'm not going to get to see. Hugh Morris versus Joe Gomez. And you're, and you're mad? Dragon versus Pat you mad. You want to watch Joe Gomez? do absolutely nothing,
2: watch the horse and beat him up on night snow. <laughs> Nate knows what I'm talking about.
0: Woo, it's fun. <laughs> All right, folks.
2: Renegade puts up a fight with Joe Gomez. that does nothing. Well,
0: I have 40 seconds before Tootsie ends, so we're going to sign off. That's hot. That's hot. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Good night, ladies. And we will,
3: <laughs> we will see you
0: <laughs> next, up. next week with a pay-per-view edition of the show. Thanks for joining us, try. wrestling fans. Have a good one.